All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 26. First try. You got it. <laughs> yep. No yep, totally editing first required. Try. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm your host, Blue Squadron. As always, welcome, guys. And we're going to go with Tiltus first this time. Hello, yes. I am Tiltus TV. I am the flex lead for the Alliance Solace. I play DK, have main DK for six years. Um, and I enjoy the PVPs, uh, which hopefully aren't going to die after tonight. We will see. Please be good. Please. So um, excited about that. I mean, oh, no, no, <laughs> please don't. And uh, yeah, I, I, I will be back streaming a lot soon once work stops beating the shit out of me. Tiltus, no. did you, uh, you got the handlebar mustache coming on now, big dog? It's kind of making me uh, <laughs> uh, a little blood rush into places for that. Jake? Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Jake. <laughs> T, B before the T. I'm an Awakening Whistle main with 7C Seguirce, where I do a lot of in-game content, such as Olin's, the Dungeons, and currently going for the Telescope in Olakita. And welcome to the Old Moon Half a Year cast, episode 26. Let's go. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Wow. We Wait, made it. It, is a, it is half a year, Cat. Mm -hmm. You just told oh. before. God damn it, Jay. It's just literally what? your job. Tiltus makes what? the entire outline, slaves away. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jay makes the whole outline. He fucking carries us every week now. Uh, <laughs> no, you guys heard it here first. It's definitely me. I definitely put a lot of work and thought into the outline and make it color coordinated every week. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I could see the eye roll behind Jason. Yeah, you can literally see his model. Getting... <laughs> oh, he's so mad. This is a Christian podcast, Jay. Hold it in. <laughs> Do it for Jesus. Okay. Um, our first subject today is going to be the class passives because we have literally wanted to talk about this for like four weeks and we never get to the forum posts. <laughs> so this week, we figured we would just start off with it. Um, our boy Yukatrina, Yukatirina, um, wants sure. to change to class passives concept. Uh, totally wants the passives reworked and thinks that they're honestly they could be a much more unique way to express how individualistic each class is. Um, I assume you guys have kind of looked at this post so far here. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. but he's got a lot of suggestions here. I'm curious what your take is. We started with Tiltus for the intro. Jay, how do you feel about like? Just the idea of reworking class passes of the, as they stand. Do you think that they need to be updated, or do you feel that class passives are fine? Kind of where they're at. Well, I do think like I've always wanted more like customizability when it comes to you know my playstyle and class passives could have been a way to do that. Um, I don't know if you remember. I think it was like in March they they tried doing that with the class passives, and I don't know if you remember. Like Witch and Wizard got ten percent more knowledge. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> don't you? Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah, else was one. like, yeah, we got like fifty percent <laughs> drop rate, or oh, I get like twenty five percent more horse training yeah. exp, and Wizard and Witch get like two percent more knowledge gain. <laughs> higher chance yeah, to gain so like higher knowledge or some dumb. Oh my God. Yeah, the devs definitely tried to do something. And it looks like this person, you know, the original poster spent a lot of time and effort. Like, I don't know if you've been looking through this entire post. They made like all these mm -hmm. like graphs and all that stuff, right? They oh, made yeah. a lot of effort to create these concepts of reworking the passives. And it definitely makes it a lot easier to understand like where, where they were trying to go mm. um, with it. But um, I do think maybe at the same time, some of these class passives, if you gave it to 
certain classes it might be a little strong so maybe like the the balancing might be a little bit hard to you know it might be a nightmare to balance you know especially like let's say we give accuracy innovation passives to those classes who really thrive in those extra stats you know you lost so me. i don't know if this is the ba balance <laughs> sorry <laughs> we care about balance I know this, this, is, this is the best way to approach it but um you know um uh they the, you know what's the word for it um if I had to create an idea on how to make these class passives work, I would make them personally less stat stick based because I think stat sticks are uh, like kind of boring in a way, right? It's just extra stats. But um, if I had a take on it, it would be more skill based, right? Class skill based, something like, for example, it would be more interesting to have diverging paths on what things to take. For example, let's say, let's take Awakening Witch, right? She specializes in earth and lightning magic, but um, let's say I take a passive that allows me to spec into empowering my earth spells or lightning spells, but it would lock me out of the other path. So if I take a passive that gives me more, I don't know, 10% more damage to Voltaic, uh, but then I can't take a passive that gives me 10% more damage on Equilibrium Break or something like that. You know, um, again, it would be maybe a nightmare to balance. It maybe could be limited more to PVE for some of the damage passives or more utility for PVP passes. But I think it would be a lot more interesting to promote more, let's say, like build diversity in this game. Um, so that would be my take on reworking the class passes. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think that like it would give, I think honestly, it's kind of low hanging fruit. Last time they went through and like made succession, which is like this entire other skill tree with all the, or like the, you mm -hmm. know, like this crazy prime skills and all these new mechanics and stuff. If they just added a bunch of different passives that just adjusted your stats, but you can only take, you know, two or three of them or whatever, however they wanted to balance mm -hmm. it, you could literally specialize your class to exactly what you wanted. And I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Tiltus, what's your take on this? Yeah, so my take uh, on it is I do think it would be more difficult to balance. That being said, balance is not our issue as a player. That is the developer's issue. I think... Not my that, problem, it's yours. Well, here's the thing. I think as a player... That's a that you every, problem. Yeah, well, it is. But I think as a player, everybody wants to be able to feel unique in the way that they choose to play their class. And that's something I think BDO struggles with because I think a lot of players especially up to the point you get to the very high end of gear all build the exact same items you're building mm -hmm. the exact same core items until you get to the point where you can start doing the evasion memes where you can start doing the dp memes um you know when you can start actually buying accuracy you know um off hands and accessories um because for the most part your goal up until very late game is i need more ap so that i can grind more money and so I feel like this, this is a way that allows you to dabble in these, these additional builds without, you know, having to sacrifice a ton of money or time or um, uh, gear progression and be able to play around with these different ideas. So I think it's really good. I think it needs to be reworked, and I think we should have more diversity to our builds. Um, and I think if it's a balancing nightmare, then... PA just needs to make it easier to balance. I, they, they developed this crazy Why engine, we and they're like, we don't know how to, to balance, balance anything. <laughs> just make it easier, Jay. I don't know why we didn't think of that sooner. I, I, just, we, like, why do we it's, it, it just like stat crunch a little bit like uh, get rid of hidden just make it all you know applied AP. There's no point to have hidden anymore. It's all visible to us anyways. 
like get rid of all these additional outliers stat crunch it all together and it would make balancing way easier and then give us the diversity that we want for for the builds because playing an evasion dark knight sounds cool as fuck I'm, I'm not gonna lie that sounds sick i would love to do that why is there because a particular it reason? No, it just sounds fun. <laughs> like it just sounds. Enjoyable. It sounds like garbage because then you're not doing as much damage. <laughs> yeah, but if I get to just be harassing all the, can you imagine if I just don't die when I get knocked down and I can just stand up and seed of catastrophe again? Do you know what? You just get to be a you get to be a mid range disruptor now because I'm evasion. Do you know what the best disruption is? Death kill. Yeah, death exactly. is the best that, disruption. I, I just like build dr. Like, kill them in one I shot. Don't like they don't disrupt anyone. <laughs> I don't like it. Just rocket tag. I've talked about this before. Rocket tag is bleh. it's boring. It's like uh, I do more damage. Okay, you did more damage. Congratulations. There's no niche for classes to shine. Um, we talked about that with Mystic. Mystic is a fantastic disruptor class. That's just like fantastic what, is such a strong word for garbage. Like I think oh, that the, uh, the 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 her concept, kit, yeah, the concept her, in the kit. Yeah, her kit is really good at disrupting, but she can't tank anything. Mm -hmm. She's just dead. Unless you're sporting seventeen hundred evasion nowadays, you're yep. just instantly vaporized. And even then, if you're fighting the wrong people, you're still dead. Yeah, you're still dead. So like, mm -hmm. what kind of passives? Like, okay, so you want to play evasion, Dark Knight? Hot take. Um, I'm thinking I just, for which I think it would be fun to be able to try it and not get super punished for it. Like um, if I had the passives to be able to spec into evasion, then it would be fun to play like play around with evasion once. You know, maybe uh, it's hot garbage, but you know, if I want to try it, let me try it. I think for Awakening Witch, I would definitely just spec into like some super defensive stuff because I feel mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that class is kind of meant. I know this is a kind of a hot take, but that class is really not meant to do any damage. That class is meant to support and, again, disrupt and generally just try to... You're kind of like a cleric if you're mm -hmm. anything else, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? You're trying to be in the middle of everything, and you're trying to keep everybody buffed up and healed. Um, well, I think that was the concept with staff classes in the beginning, because you had the the blizzard, you had the meteor, you had the heal, you had the PA, and those were all pre-awakened skills. So, like the concept of like pre-awakened witch wizard was to be the long-range caster that debuffs and buffs and heals and you know that kind of thing. Oh, and then they just they said awakening came out and it was like, all right, now you're now you're close range. Dude. Go <laughs> go do your damage. Well, yeah, no, I mean traditionally clerics are meant to be melee. That's why I use cleric as an example. So I like being like in the middle of everything, like he healing the homies, you know, not standing. Just play Valkyrie. Like I, that's that's a funny joke. Um, <laughs> that's a funny joke. I, I mean, I, like I think, the, the, the... <laughs> I think it'd be cool if you know there was a passive that hey. You do fifty percent less damage, but then you do fifty percent more healing, and you're also fifty percent oh, more defensive. Cool. You know, yeah, that would just completely that... change that play style. And I think that's what class that class passives could be is that it, it completely yeah. defines your play style. If that... you're not going for a like, stat you take, stick, you know? yeah, that I, right I there. What you're saying. I mean, I thought that Jay suggesting that necromancers should be able to res an entire <laughs> guild. Um, <laughs> I thought that that was super busted, and then he hits me with this. What if you just like were fifty percent less damage, but like healed everybody for fifty percent more? I think that that would get abused like super quick. However, I think that they could uh, implement more healing reduction or something, mm -hmm. like kind of like the BSRs mm -hmm. that we have now. 
Um, that could be a passive oh. for another class. It would yeah. add uh, this like, sort of fifty percent healing reduction, you know, for that class like, if yeah, they, they spec into it. You know, you could like yeah. throw down disruption zones that like healing is fifty percent mm. less in these spaces, so all the staffs have to like spread out, and then like you. Yeah. You don't want all your staffs in that spec, right? Like it's balanceable. Mm. It'd be doable and it'd be super fun. I think it would add a dynamic to large scale PvP, which is being killed in this patch. Um <laughs> which would be super cool. Well, actually, we don't know if these are the big changes. We don't we don't yeah, we don't, we don't know, know what the changes are going to be. They've posted a lot of different changes. They've backtracked some stuff. We'll find out tomorrow. I don't want to harp on that one too much because last week was our soapbox for the doom and gloom as PvP. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> um but yeah okay so like um what kind of uh jay what kind of passives might you look at here for woosa if you were going to try to optimize your woosa how do you think you, which way do you think you would go because you play awakening woosa still right mm -hmm. yeah so like which way would you go with that because it's got support capabilities or would you rather see like more mm -hmm. range damage or maybe you're just a little bit more defensive uh or what would you try to do with it um Perhaps um, she could go more of a debilitating round, just like all her bombs just always... What if there's like a passive that um, gave her bombs like ignore CC resistance? And so it would just, you know, be she could be that disruptor, that debilitator down. kind of <laughs> class, you know? Okay. Or she could go more of a support route. Let's say there's a passive that made her bombs heal other people if they got hit by the bombs you know something oh, that like that that would that would like yeah. change like the whole defining fact like the, I, I would love if class passes really defined those play styles very differently and that would yeah. make build diversity way way different you know for so classes. you're thinking of like instead no. of class passes the way that we have them currently in the game you're thinking mm -hmm. more of like a subclass very drastic yeah almost yeah, yeah almost yeah. like a subclass where it's like yeah, you can go you could go damage you could go support or you could go mm -hmm. uh, tank or something like that on what? every class mm -hmm. and it would have diverging paths of what the abilities mm -hmm. do that would be interesting so what mm -hmm. if and hear me out her abilities i hate it could damage <laughs> enemies but could heal allies i know this is a new concept <laughs> I know this is crazy outside the box, Moira. Um, but like, <laughs> it's never been done in any other game ever. But like, I'm surprised that we haven't seen that in BDO yet, to be honest with you. But that's kind it of doesn't a... Doesn't Corsair do that? Get the fuck out of here right now. Why do you got to poke holes in me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna Bye, guys. To... Just get the hell out of here. What do you got to do me like that? I'm going to roll over here, and then you got to talk. Um, well, it was when it's Woosa only came with the out, ult, we had though. the whole. It's when only Woosa on the came ult. Out, we had the whole conversation about how water is healing, and like you know, like we had this whole long conversation where we talked about happened. this exact it's thing. It's fake news. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start calling you Fox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, like that only works with 100 percent though. I'm talking with like more of her abilities. Like, what if Woosa, if Woosa's abilities also healed? Her allies, mm -hmm. all of her melee abilities would then be usable in large-scale PvP instead of just, oh, somebody's on top of yeah, me and I have say, to use the defensive ooh, skill. Let's say you're storm falling and that heals instead of damages or something ooh. like that. You could spec into that as a, a healing storm fall. It would be like a monsoon, you know, instead of a something to damage enemies with, you know. Oh my god. You know, that, those kinds of like diverging skill tree kind of things, it's exciting to think about. Yeah, <laughs> I and love it these kind of theory crafting stuff. I know, and it doesn't have to be crazy. They could literally, like he's got mm -hmm. this wheel here where you could like just click and drag like a, 
um, mm. a thing. And you could it, the more you drag towards accuracy or evasion or critical damage or stamina or hit points or DP or crit rate um, or cast speed or whatever it is, you know, you got more of that stat, but then like you, you have less of all the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like it really starts to narrow out the other stuff. I, I think will it would say be really cool. in this in this post, I think the second design that he has makes way more sense. Where it's like you can, if I want to have twenty percent crit damage, I can crank that thing all the way up and sack everything else on the wheel. Um, I do like that a lot more than just copy pasting all the different passes from every class into one big page. I think this allows for a lot more diversity in every single player because like. What if I want to go half accuracy and half AP? Okay, well, that's an option. What if I want to go, you know, DR and HP? That's an option. Um, if I want to go max HP, you know, I, I feel like it just, it opens the door for way more, uh, like, individual expression between every player. And then at the same time, um, you're... Uh, it is, it is, it would be a balancing nightmare to do this, but again... I don't think so. I think it would. They would. They just need to stat crunch the game. It's time. There's. There's a lot of stats in the game now. Um, personally, I think it's just time for a stat crunch. I what think do you it's mean by to... stat crunch? I know what you mean, but the listeners don't. So you should explain it so that they know, so and then we'll all know. A, a stat crunch is like just compressing all the information down to where it's one thing. So if I look at my AP, I want to see my AP. You know, I don't want to see like, okay, I have. AP against this character versus this character. I've got different AP this character versus this character. Um, I you know I don't want to see hidden a AP doesn't have hidden. Wait, yeah, AP doesn't have hidden stats. I guess technically it does. It's got the brackets. Um, that's something else you could do away, away with. Like I would much rather just see if I hover over my AP, this is what my AP is. If I hover over my DP, this is what it is. If I hover over my DR, this is what it is. The, the all the like the rates and the you have more ap and more damage reduction against certain classes like get rid of all that stuff so that the game is way easier to balance and then just create you know if you have 500 dr you have 500 dr okay there you go congratulations and it makes it the game way easier to balance i think in, in that situation right now it's like if you change one thing in the game you also have to take into account that you're changing accuracy rate, you're changing DR rate, you're changing evasion rate, you're changing the hidden stats, you're changing uh, the bracket stats. Like there's all these different things that all apply to it at the same time. And it's like, why have all these systems if you can't even balance the game in the way the, the current form? But you, you know, like I'll be honest, when you started talking, I was like, they can't do that. It would take so much. And then you just kept talking. And then it started making more sense. And then I thought to my, no, why don't they? Do Wait, why the <laughs> fuck do we have all these extra stats in the fucking game? Dude? That's what I'm saying. Wait a There's minute. So many of them. And then it's like, if you change one thing, you have to take like, they don't take into account what all that changes. That's, that's why we get true. these. That's why we get these really weird patches where suddenly one class is like ridiculously strong for a patch. And they're like, whoa, our bad. We did something bad. And it's like, yeah, it's because like you have all these hidden stats. So it's not just. If I increase the if I increase the damage multiplier on the skill, sure it's doing more percent damage, but it's also running a thousand calculations on all the other stats that you have in there at the same time. And then the the class v class stuff is just dog. R remove that. I hate that system so much. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I Jay, how do you feel about that? Just condensing all that hidden dr and then the. 
Um, like the hidden yeah, evasion, I mean, just I, condense I, it all down to like, here's your AP, mm-hmm. here's your DP, here's your evasion. Here's your DR. Yeah, I do you know think, I mean? um, you know, especially as a new player, all these stats can be, you know, there's so many stats to account for to look at, and it can be really daunting to a new player. And so mm. if they would able, if they found a way to simplify it or do it as um, our uh, Twitch, freaking Twitch tilt. <laughs> I was about to read you. I the eyes stand still. The eyes are on the Twitch. side of my head. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If t- the way Tiltus was describing it, then I think it would be a lot easier for a new player to um, get into all of this, like sort of, you know, know how to build their character, right? Mm-hmm. Based on, um, I mean, the think about more simplified stats. So. Think about if you're a brand new character, where in the game does it tell you about the brackets? Um, there is a my stats menu, but I think no, at no, first no, no, glance, no, no, no. they don't really think. Think about when you hit mm-hmm. 261 AP, and think about when you hit the 269 bracket, and think about mm-hmm. when you hit no, the 273 to... bracket. Yeah. Where is that stat sheet in BDO? No, I have to explain that to every viewer that comes in. They're like, we don't know how to build mm-hmm. because we don't like, why do I need to do this? Because then you hit 261. Well, why is that number important? Okay, mm-hmm. well, then you, then you have to explain it to them and you show them all this stuff. They're like, wait, the number bigger. Good. You know what I mean? Like, they, mm-hmm. yeah. So you just have to explain all that to them. And again, there's nothing in the game that kind of explains that to them. Mm-hmm. Why not just like, I don't know, combine it all. I and feel like why, you could just like why do classes have m- like more damage reduction or more damage to oh, other that, classes? That's like di- like that. I like because they they said that there's no class in BDO counters other classes, and then they made Striker, and then they made Mystic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like so like I, well, I do understand. You uh, do you remember I, Tamer had a hundred and twenty percent damage taken from? all magic classes in the game <laughs> no Do you no, no remember no. that no i remember seeing dark knights and God, i remember thinking i was playing dark knight for like three and a half years and i'm like god i feel like the squishiest class in the game i don't know why but mm-hmm. i feel like squishy and then come to find out everyone is doing like 140 percent damage to me and i already <laughs> yep. have low defensive stats i'm like a fart in the wind jumping around man uh, that's a throwback right there it is yeah <laughs> like it's actually just crazy now that yeah they could take that like, that would require a little bit more balancing though i think i think that certain classes are kind of balanced around stuff like that so like i i don't know if i, I would touch in, that necessarily i think the intention was to help that adjust balance between the classes and i think it flopped i think they don't i think they honestly forget that that system's there when they when they send out balance patches patches i don't know i like it's tough to say. I feel like they've made it way too complicated on themselves. And mm-hmm. in so doing, if, if it's too complicated for them to barely keep up with and figure out, how are the players going to be able to keep up with this and mm-hmm. figure this out, especially new players? Like, how? Like, wait, what's hidden DR? Wait, what? what's hidden evasion? Wait, so if I have enough hidden evasion, I hit this bracket, right? Like, no, that doesn't count. It's only the stuff that's on your, yeah. your DB. Like, like, all of this stuff that goes like, oh, wait, he's doing more damage to me because he's a striker? Like, wait, what is this? Like, all of these extra systems could be condemned down like super far um mm-hmm. and you could basically just come out with these customizable class passives that would allow people to take the class that they've been playing for thousands of hours and customize it way further than they ever have had done before and i honestly think it would be easier to balance because you don't have a million aspects of I every single it, thing i figured it out instead of a, okay. a class rework we just get a stat rework don't touch the classes at all. 
Just know, change the stats. Yeah, well, that's why I, like, that's what I said. It's like, I feel like they don't need, like, I was thinking this whole time I'm thinking about a third skill tree. I'm like, Awakening Succession um, and Baja Blast spec or whatever. Baja you know Blast. what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just throwing it out there. But, like, instead of a new spec, they could just do this, and then it would be, like, basically infinitely customizable. It would be super fun, mm-hmm. right? Like, that would be crazy fun. So... Yeah, I'm not sure um, what exactly I would do with that. Does Awakening Moose stu- struggle with stamina, by the way? No, not really. Oh, not at all? Okay, yeah, nerf that. No. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. He had to throw that one under the bus. He was like, whoop. Well, I was just looking at, this, I was looking at this skill tree where like, you can invest in like crazy points and stuff, and I was like, well, wait a minute. Oh. Wait a minute. Your mobility is like, really good on Awakening Moose. Like, I would say even these, better than Suck. Some of the passives that already exist in the game are like really cool. Like, why don't I have that those combinations of things on my DK? No. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I feel like... Yeah, and plus, they, they added all these passes, which we thought were super cool. Like, they started with Corsair, um, where it's like, oh, yeah, oh, she's yeah, a pirate, so she gets ones. the 1% boat stats, and she can walk across the water, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And then every pass... Or, like, or no, I guess it was Hash was the first one. He could run through the desert without mm-hmm. stamina. But, like... And then, like, why didn't we get that for, like, every class? Yeah, I, I'm surprised that I when that came out for Hash, I said there's actually a video on my YouTube channel that you can go look at where I talked about how it should be retroactive for all the classes and they should just add a little flavor, you know, thing to each class and that would be like a lot of players would really enjoy that. I feel like anything. Like, I I know my hashes of my guild get so excited when we do Desert Wars because they're like I'm faster than everybody else here. Look at me, and then they sure enough they do get everywhere that much faster than everybody else. But it's like that that's a moment that I can point to where I'm like sure. It's not a huge thing, but they do, like, my hashes do go, I'm faster in the desert. I can get to somewhere faster than you. Um, yeah, but we don't and... care because nobody plays that class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, like, but the one the or two guys are like, yeah, Desert War is cool. Yeah, I, I can run. <laughs> yeah, he can get to the fight faster and so that he can int, so that he can run yeah. to the desert more <laughs> and abuse that passive. You know what I mean? Um... But yeah, no, I think that uh, class passes are definitely something that they they could expand a tremendous amount mm-hmm. uh, on that stuff. But uh, we're, we're gonna get we're gonna go the whole time talking about that if we're not careful. Us and our theory crafting. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna move this forward. I'm telling you, I'm I'm dropping it now because I mentioned this many months ago, and I want to bring it back. So I'm saying it on the podcast so that maybe it'll happen. We need to do a theory crafting episode where we each take 20 minutes and we come up with a class. Oh, yeah, I'm okay with I that. I feel like oh. that would be super fun. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm down. Like, I, can, I could definitely, mm. I could get on board with it. Um, yeah. maybe, maybe at the end of this, we'll, we'll do a little bit of it. Um, just experiment. <laughs> but uh, the Boss Blitz uh, server buffs just came out. And this is an interesting mm-hmm. concept because we haven't really seen anything like this since, like, the bells and stuff where you get, like, a server-wide buff for everybody. And the bell is really just mm-hmm. combat EXP uh, that we use to teabag people in PvP. Um, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, really all you use the bell for is just to BM people in PvP when you beat yep. them in GVGs and, and Node Wars and stuff. Um, but like this boss blitz server buff is actually kind of juiced. If you get if you if somebody clears a calamity seven on your server, you get everybody gets plus one DP, I think the first one is. And then the the second calamity seven is cleared. It depends at, on the it depends on the, oh, um, the element of the boss. So moon oh, is okay. DP, uh sun is AP, and earth is drop rate. Okay, so everyone's clearing earth, yes. 
Um, Everything's yeah, clear. You can yeah, get, yeah you can best. clear like all three bosses, and then everybody on the server gets plus one. I think it's sheet too, right? AP sheet, DP. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus one sheet AP, plus one sheet DP, and ten percent drop rate buff. Um, so on that server person, for three hours. There's one person before every uncapped siege that is running of level seven calamity to give you a plus one sheet AP, right? Um, no, because that would help the enemies too. No. <laughs> I mean, can't I guess that it. is fair, but can't have yeah. it. Somebody, you know, that's gonna happen. Oh, it's hundred percent, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, just, we could send someone in the middle of the siege. One of our non-participants, go clear the calamity again. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> what are we paying you for? <laughs> Wrong one. That's the drop rate, dude. Um, <laughs> it'd, be so, it'd be so funny. Um, but you yeah, know, like, what do you guys think about this? Would you like to see more uh, server buffs like this, Jay? Um, I'll yeah. let I'm gonna well, I'm gonna let Tiltus go first because I know Jay's okay. our our PVE specialist. So I'm gonna let Tiltus <laughs> go first. I know Jay's gonna have a lot to say on us, Tiltus. Yeah, I I I love that kind of thing because it it calls attention to that one player that did something really cool. Um, I think that's good. I mean, it's cool. I I think the arena, uh, not the arena of Arsha, the um, arena of Solaire uh, statues are super cool. And anything that gives like a player even just a moment of of fame, you know, for a minute, uh, or in this case, three hours, you know, is is pretty cool. So I w- I would love to see more of this kind of stuff. This is good changes oh, to the game. I careful with that. I like this. Careful with that, because see what you said was see. I know what you meant was. It's really cool to give the whole server stuff and have you be recognized for it. But what came out was we want to give that character fame. And what's going to happen is we're going to get more merchant rings popped right at the start of Siege that just fuck <laughs> everyone over as you're trying to engage for the next four minutes. Okay, Be careful what you wish for. What we want is more big server-wide recognition that's in the corner of our screen that isn't literally super disruptive to everybody, necessarily speaking. Right? Uh, Jay, how do you feel about this stuff? Yeah, I would love more server-wide uh, buffs for like just other things in general. Let's say a nightmare world boss um, gets defeated. You know, everybody um, gets something, whether it be you know some more stats, um, killing Vel or Garmoth as well. Maybe even completing a treasure, like you mentioned, the rich merchant's ring. Right? What if it, completing a rich merchant's ring gave everybody um, for for twenty four hours one hundred percent drop rate? Because not many people make a rich merchant's ring like they can't like you know make it every day and so i think it would be a special day for that person to give everybody in the server or like world like server wide just like na server like the entire na server entire eu server whatever um 20 100 drop rate just for completing a merchant ring or something like that same thing with all the other treasures i right? just, just give them something special um and i think that would be a really cool um tidbit you know for everyone else um i think as for the Calamity 7 bosses themselves, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, um, the rewards for it because uh, I wanted to touch on how I do think the rewards are a little bit uh, lackluster for um, the amount of you know, how, lo- how potentially long it could take for some people for the minuscule rewards it could also give right mm. like for me i've been i've cleared all c5 and c7 and then from then on i've been doing c7 since it came out. And every bundle, I've just been getting a lot of disappointment, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only ever gotten like one Dabaraka earring in the last uh, three, four or five months, however long Land of Morning Light was, has come out. And so um, I just think, you know, for something, when, when we look at like rewards, right? When you look at content in the game that players spend a lot of time doing, right? It's generally something 
really cool whether it be a rare item an exclusive costume like um you know the orzeka costume or the uh nuvrakant costume a t10 horse right time and time again we co- we constantly speak on giving more stuff stuff like this so i i truly feel that if the boss splits gave something exclusive like that um it would give more incentive to do that content so let's say it gave an exclusive land of morning light costume right and maybe mm. a title with an aura maybe um, increasing your max boss ticket so you can challenge more bosses a week, you know? And um, the idea I had to implement this was a, simply a, you know, a token system similar to like the Shikatu seals, right? So let's say you get a C7 rank one boss bundle and it would give you 20 tokens. Um, and if you got uh, less than rank one or challenge six and below, right? It would give you less. And then you could exchange, I don't know, like a hundred tokens for a double earring. So if you were to clear all rank one, C7, you would get enough tokens, 100 tokens for that week to get a double racket earring, which I think is a fair reward because not everybody will be going for rank one C7s every week. Mm. And so then more tokens can be used for other things I mentioned. Let's say you need a thousand tokens to get this exclusive costume or title. And so, yeah, these would be my ideas to give more incentive to challenging the higher calamity levels because I do think they're, they are kind of lackluster for how difficult they can be mm-hmm. uh, to complete every week. So, my rebuttal to that is that we're mm. not done with calamity levels yet. We're not done with Kalen. True. True. There, I, there is eight through ten. But do they do they really keep like the server buffs? Do you think that once Calamity Ten is out and they give us more orbs, do you think that Calamity Seven is going to give us a buff? Like I think they just yeah. moved they, that they, to Calamity they mentioned 10. before. Yeah, they mentioned before they will be moving it to Calamity Ten for those buffs mm-hmm. in the future when they release Calamity Ten. However, it's been it's been a while since we've gotten Calamity. Mm-hmm. Uh, a calamity increase i think we when korea first got it they only had calamity five and then when we got it we got calamity seven if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. that sounds right uh, i'm not sure when we're gonna get calamity 10 hopefully um uh, i don't know what they're gonna do with calamity 10 i do hope that um it's not well, just a i know simple stat increase they're Maybe gonna there's, hopefully there's another like a, what is it called like another phase or oh, something Jay. just to like increase it <laughs> Jay, I know exactly what they're going to do. Don't worry. Delphi let me in on it before you left. Wait, really? Yeah, so they're going to make it harder. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm leaving. I'm done, guys. I just had to do it to him. I could not have expected that. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. It's going to be harder. That's crazy. Yeah, they're just going to jack the stats up and not do anything to it. Uh, I almost guarantee it, right? There's no shot. I don't think they're going to do that, actually. I, this I is the one it. time where I am going to give them some credit because the way the bosses are set up now, they don't they do not do that. A, a Calamity well, 7 does not have the same mechanics that a Calamity 4 has. Yeah, it has, it has minor changes. Like, for example, Gumiho, um, if you challenge Gumiho from C1 to 4, the, mm-hmm. the potion mechanic is infinite, but on C5 to C7, the potion mechanic is limited. So, for example, the, there is a phase... The in green one doesn't Gumiho. even work. Yeah, the green one doesn't work as well. You have to fight both of the, mm-hmm. um, or you can cheese it by just killing it in a corner. <laughs> but don't, don't, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> but um, the the blue potion is is one of the toughest phases in Gumiho, where mm-hmm. the room is filling up with fire. You only have two uses, so you have to get Gumiho from seventy percent to twenty five percent in those in the time frame before the the room fills up in two mm-hmm. uh, clears of the potion check. bottle. Yeah. It is it is a tight DPS check, and so. Um, so maybe it might be like minor changes like that. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we can't even use the potions. 
Yeah. I, I, I do think that the, I think specifically for the Calamity levels, I think that we'll see the addition of other minor mechanics that will change the fights mm. for certain phases. I mean, even um, even Amugi has uh, varying um, mechanics in his fight, too, based on what the Calamity level you do. So um, I, I that's the one thing I'm going to give them credit for and say that I have faith that we'll get some some minor changes for 8 through 10. And I, I have a feeling that's probably why it's taking a while for us to actually get them. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, you guys have way more faith than I do, bro. It's, it's just because <laughs> of how much attention they gave into that expansion and how good the Calamities that... actually are that I am like, you already have, like, all the building blocks. Like, surely you can't fuck this up, right? That is fair, but maybe, I will say... Maybe 8 to 10 is is group, you know? But I was going to only... bring that up. That <laughs> no, no, sounds no. incredible. I've got it. All right. <laughs> So it becomes uh -huh. like you go in as a group of three, right? And then at like 25%, the boss resets and respawns as this giant rock golem. Ooh, when you get <laughs> oh. it really low, oh, it puts its really? arm on the ground and Wait. you can kill the arm Sign and it goes into high front. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, the second that Jay was like, we could make it party, I was like, he's going to say the word golem in the next two minutes. Go <laughs> there I don't know be how. a golem boss blitz. There it is. Oh my I thought I thought what you were gonna say is that when you hit twenty five percent, each person has to go fight that calamity like boss for the last twenty five percent solo, and that's the only way you can <laughs> all three people beat it solo. That would be neat. I mean, um, like I I really do miss like the feeling of uh, Destiny two in like a raid where like you're really you're stressed mm. out it's hard you know like you're you're trying to do these mechanics and you have it requires a shot caller right mm. not that you know i'm kind of biased in that in that regard but like you have one guy telling everybody what to do and and everybody's trying to do exactly what they're supposed to and then you have to pair up sometimes and you have to work in coordination with each other in different rooms but like toward a common goal i miss that so much and i really mm -hmm. do feel that bdo could pull that off that same feeling that i used to get in destiny 2's raids like in either callous or um forsaken or what have you um mm -hmm. i can get that same feeling in bdo but like i just don't feel like it's there and maybe the boss blitz is an opportunity to do just that yeah like i think hmm. the boss blitz is a good testing ground for those kind of things too like you already have a, a, a pve boss that is actually enjoyable and fun to do so like if you added group content to that it could be a great way to test out small scale. I think that's one thing that Destiny has going for it that other MMOs don't, is that their raid content is small scale. It's a lot easier to get a group of six together to go do something than it is to get a group of 24 together to go do something. So, Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, 24 is kind of rough, right? But, like, yeah, you could get, like, mm. a, I would totally go do it if it was, like, a group of five and it was, like, yeah. equivalent to, like, a callus or something. Like, okay, yeah. three of you have to jump into, like, the abyssal room and they have to jump through this portal yep. and then they have to be doing these things where the people on top die, right? And yep. vice versa. And, like, you're, but you're all trying to, like, communicate with each other in voice while you, while you fight the boss on di in different dimensions. Like, that, that's super cool. And it requires up. a level of coordination that is just beyond what we see now, which is if we just DPS it really hard, we don't even have to do the mechanic. 
<laughs> it's every time I've done the dungeon with Jay, people go, Blue, have you done the dungeon before? And I'm like, yes, but not really. Because, like, I get into the dungeon with Jay, and Jay's like, Blue, you have enough gear, right? And I'm like, yes, yes, Jay, I have gear. Um, and then he's like, all right, stand in this corner and just hit this thing. I'm like, okay. And then I do it, and then the boss dies, and we never have to do a mechanic, and we're done in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's frustrating, you know? Like, I because I feel like it could be way more than that. You know? That's why I think the the second dungeon is my favorite, and because of the mechanics that you have to do during the boss. Yeah, no, that last mm-hmm. boss. Like I was like, oh my god, yeah. they're start they're starting to get it, right? Yep. Oh my god, they're starting to understand. They towed it. To yeah, they towed the line on that one. They were like, wait a minute, we know how to do raids. Yeah, and I remember we know how to do dungeons. And I remember watching like the top streamers were all in like a group together when it first came out, and mm-hmm. they. They did that final boss for like six, seven straight hours. Vert was yep. just like putting yep. his head in his hands, you know, couldn't get it. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, suffer. Mm-hmm. This is what fun feels like, <laughs> suffering. Okay, like so it definitely, yeah. it definitely suffers in the moment. Number one, it does make good content. But number two, the feeling that you get after overcoming defeating it challenges oh my God. Are, yes, it's so incredible yes. it's the dark souls formula it's the you're gonna throw your head against this for the next two hours have fun but when you beat it if it's done well and if it's done fairly you feel like yes i overcame the challenge what sucks is when you finish it and all you feel is relief that you finished it you're like i'm done with it now like I a league of legends do game. It again yes like a league exactly of exactly like a league when game. you finish a league game whether you win like, if you win it's not relief that oh yes we won it's oh thank god we didn't lose like oh thank god yeah. didn't lose. oh thank god yeah. so it definitely needs to like the thing that i think a lot of uh, modern companies struggle with to make things difficult and i think it's one of the reasons why FromSoft does so well with dark souls and Elden Ring and all that is because Everything feels fair in those games. You die because you fucked up. That's good because that means you can over you can overcome that challenge, right? Next time, don't fuck up and you'll be fine. Um, so that's definitely that I'm skeptical about with PA. Like that PA could just be like, oh, it just has a white mechanic. And white mechanics can be good, but at the same time, a lot of times they're not. The, I I don't. I'm not a personally a big fan of like just straight white mechanics because Timmy Tuvala was over there in the corner fucking beating his meat. Or I like, like, like that. I like that, bro. <laughs> Everybody's got to do their job. If Timmy's not doing his, you just yeet. <laughs> okay, get the hell out of here. Okay, get him out of here. Like I want like six coordinated people all doing their jobs, and I want to know who's fucking up. I think that's fine for really high level raids. If you want to do difficulties like that already exist in the game, you want to do that for the really high level difficulties that I'm okay with. But like white mechanics for like medium and below difficulties, I don't think are fantastic because I think rather than make it difficult for players, it's just going to turn players off and they're going to be like, well, I'm never doing that dungeon again. I haven't ran the second dungeon since the first time I did it because the white mechanics in the final boss while some of them were cool a lot of them felt like bullshit some of the time so yeah jay is jay's model just like went into la la land there for a wait, second wait, what happened? you're like, you're yawning, like head sorry. started kind of rolling back yeah, I, I, eyes I, like started started and I was like whoa i'm talking about pve i I'm was like touch. my bad i'm the epileptic jay you can't have a seizure Okay, it's My not bad. Oh, go back to Insulting PvP. To me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um. 
Okay. All right. Well, we only have nine minutes, but I do want to touch on the war deck changes just a little bit here at the end here. Uh, we are getting yes, the war deck PvP. changes. <laughs> yes. Yes. PvP they clean. Changed, yes. They changed it. They changed uh, it. What do you mean they changed it? They changed it. One-sided decks are still going to be uh, no, they're not. possible. No, no, they're Starting not. from the September 13th Wednesday maintenance, the Guild Wars. Did you see the link changed. I posted? And That's what I'm reading out of right now. Yeah, no, they, they removed um, scroll, it. Scroll about midway huh? through. Did they? After a long period of consideration and confirmation of the situation, we have decided to exclude the one-sided wars from the Black Desert system with the... Oh, okay. They did decide yeah. to include it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, Tiltus, God, re that hooked-on phonics section that you missed in second grade was so important. <laughs> reading read we gotta read <laughs> the face you just gave me <laughs> bro I'm, I'm all for the no um the no um one sided deck thing get rid of it Ooh. yep yep I'm sitting on it sitting Ooh. on this fence um okay alright like did Jay you don't have anything to add to that Oh, well, you know, um, how I do you feel about the deck really... changes, Jay? <laughs> I don't think it'll affect me because I don't really oh, participate in like open, <laughs> open world stuff for the most part. Like, um, I mean, it could just be like the places that I grind, but I generally don't have an issue with finding a grind spot or having, you know, having to contest for my spot based on the places that I grind. Like Olin's Valley, it's just not really contested. Any of the end game grind spots, like you know, Crypt, uh, Ulukita, uh, Trolls, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, not really contested. So it's not really too much of an issue for like the end game grinders. I definitely can see it more of an issue for the the you know the the early game grinders where it's a, you know things are a lot more contested there's more population in in those places so but they are um i'm pretty sure they're still going along with the marnie's realm thing right um which yeah. allows you to uh get into marnie's realm every, literally every hour essentially and so that will probably help with that i mean for the most part um um there were lots of concerns before when people were talking about how oh you know if they go through with the war deck changes and whatnot it will reduce player interaction but for the most part i think it's how do i word it it's kind of like i think if P if video players really want more player interaction it should just be part of the content that the games that does give us whether it be party content you know consensual pvp like node wars conquest wars the upcoming war of the roses ataraxian dungeon content maybe guild raid content in the future i think that would be the way to give player interaction together um if people want it um, rather than you know wanting people to fight each other open world you know open world I, does have you know a place it, somewhere but definitely nah. not where i am so <laughs> i'd rather them just i do think nah. that you're 100 percent correct i think that player interaction should be developed a different way rather than just forcing people to fight that being said they are removing some of the only player interaction that we currently have which is a bummer I don't think they're removing it. Like people are so doom and gloom about this, bro. Like it's like Cho and Digi really aren't gonna see a difference. The people that want to fight them are already decked on them anyway. It doesn't matter, right? All this really does is it keeps people from punching way down on the totem pole, um, which or people from just backdooring GVGs. You know what I mean? How annoying is it when you're GVGing a guild, and then like two other guilds are like, oh, they're winning. Let's make sure that they're not winning. And then they deck only you. And then they fight only you. 
It's frustrating. <laughs> I mean, yes, that part is annoying. It but is frustrating. I, I We talked about this when we brought up these changes in the first place. I don't like it when they remove systems from the game without giving us something in return for it. And this, to me, feels like they're removing GVGs almost entirely. It's not true. They're giving us Marnie's Realm 50% of the time now. Although I heard that you could literally Marnie's on one character, do the hour, tag... And then do another Marnie hour on that character, and then tag back and just keep doing that. Wait, really? That, and then, that wouldn't surprise me if that was an oversight. This way, to be I would honest. never have to see another player ever again. Yeah, that <laughs> needs to not be a thing. I was okay with the one hour on, one hour off, one hour on, one hour off, because then that way, at least like for an hour, you're forced to interact with people in the world. If you could just tag, bruh. That's yeah. going to be scuffed. I mean, no, I think that's... I mean, like, when I'm grinding, dude, I really don't want to interact with another player. If I'm being honest. Like, it's yeah, not what I want to interact. Like, to I want to interact do it in, indefinitely? I want to be able to interact in Node Wars when I'm running to place. Maybe not when I'm running... Well, even still, in Node Wars, in a town, PvE, life scaling is fine. Like, all those other times. I can interact at, at all those other times. But when I'm grinding, dude, because like, I don't have very much time to grind, I just want to, I just want to sit there and I just want to go in a circle my favorite geometric shape um but like circles same. bro we don't yeah, do circles I, anymore i think the All one side of, circles i know that there were a bunch <laughs> of reddit posts about the one side of deck changes stuff and i know that this is a hot a heated subject i actually don't think that the pvp guilds really suffer all that much here because they can all still fight each other um no big deal i think they're worried about um people griefing um, which is a concern, but I think the Marnie's realm and then changing server swap cooldown to five minutes instead of ten yeah. is like, bro, you're just not gonna have very many people griefing you. And if you no, do, you just swap. It'd be bro. It's so, like a five yeah, minute it'd be thing. so easy to dodge griefing now. Yeah, it's it's like a piece of cake. You just get right around it. No big deal. Um, so I'm not really sure um about that. Now the red karma system, the family wide karma. I'm pretty sure we're getting that too, right? Yeah. Good. All good things. All good things. Um, uh, uh, alt parked it, parked at my spot. It's not. It's not gonna matter. It's not. I think it is gonna matter. Um, I mean, it's not gonna matter because I'm never gonna be able to grief anyways because everybody's gonna be in their little hidden realm and I'm never gonna see another player ever. Oh my gosh, this doom and gloom crap. Um, you are gonna see players, just not when they don't want you to see them. <laughs> like you said, simple. I would wish. I do Ooh, wish that that's instead. A good hang on, hang on. Somebody just posed a really good question. I, I don't know if you guys have the answer. Uh, what if you have a red alt? Is your account going to be red tomorrow? God, I hope so. I'm just kidding. I think that they'll probably reset. <laughs> I think they'll probably reset karma. Okay, um, karma reset server wide. Okay. Pro probably. Ooh. I'm not. I can't <laughs> confirm that. I did get a little nervous there for just a second. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me think. Probably. <laughs> Do you have a red character? <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. I don't think I have one, but. The got a lot of characters man <laughs> just remember when i say probably i mean like it's like 50 50 whether or not they actually thought about doing that or not um now the one of the final things i want to talk about is they said that there's this big node war improvements are coming <laughs> with this one is this like the do we know if this is like the big node war change that they're just pushing through to us it's got to be right yeah, I don't. That, I don't know what that else that, that would be. Centralized servers; those are our options. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. And we know it's not centralized servers, no, so Sean, it's got to be the node word changes. No way, dude. Right? There's no way that they just push those through to us this quickly. Oh my god, I'm not even gonna they, have to shock call did, this week. This is great. They did revert some stuff on it. 
the uh, allegedly i've seen some screen caps Are they I, did not, I did not see an official source for those uh, screen not. caps do not own. i do not see the sea um, i i have been told allegedly this is not from tiltus uh this is if you guys want to flame somebody if i'm wrong blame johnny five um Why? that the raffle system will not be included with the node war changes don't know I, if that's true or not. Well, I don't. I don't think that, that I would pin that on Johnny. I think that like the no Johnny the entire... told me. So the information coming out of my mouth is coming from Johnny. So if I'm oh. wrong, you guys can go blame him. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. I think that because like they've told us in the past. Don't worry, guys. We took it off the global labs. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And then they gave it to <laughs> KR, and it was a total. Remember, this is the old Node War changes. They gave it to mm -hmm. KR, and it was like this total crash and burn dog shit clown fiesta and then they took it away from kr and they were like all right that didn't work let's give it to the whole world and then they they launched <laughs> it live to everybody without changing anything and it was a get this a disaster um so like even if they took it off the global labs i still don't think we're safe um, I'm being so i just honest. pulled up i just pulled out the taiwan patch notes we are getting the node war changes uh, at no. least from what i'm seeing here if they at least got rid of the raffle i will not be like completely heartbroken if we're raffling for tomorrow's war i'm i'm out i got it yeah yeah, I'm on Discord. You got to scroll down to um, like uh, I think like sixty percent of the I way down. Stronghold and occupation war. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, there's a uh, hold on. I'm looking to see if the stages participants. I don't know. This looks like this looks like that. The random is still in here. This looks like where, the... where are you saying it? Because I'm looking for it right now. Oh, here. Uh, Ability to apply at each stage of Stronghold. Do you see that part? Apply. Is each... that what it is? That's got to be it, right? Yeah. You have to apply. Yeah. You have to like go in for the lottery, apply. You know, like we're, we're translating this from Taiwanese. So, like. They did change some Node War areas, and hopefully they actually fixed the problems with those areas in the first place. Oh, we're getting looks like the Valkyrie changes too, which should be yeah, interesting. Yeah, I saw that right before the uh, the best in guild tournament, which should be interesting. <laughs> I mean, it's always good to just completely change a class right before the tournament. <laughs> Phase three has officially increased into more people. Blah blah blah. Many adventures. Cycle of base areas between stages in order for adventures. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a change that was not. Many adventurers have also given their opinions on the special edition damage settings for Strongholds in 1 and 2. Kaya Necklace, Chimera, Eye, Jewelry Stone, uh, then to meaning reduce the number of vehicles engaging in Strongholds. Yeah, what? I don't know. There's what? no way to interpret this. Why did you even this? bring up the Kaya and Chimera necklace? You didn't even address it in that phrase. Okay, never mind. Yeah, like, I, we honestly don't know. Um... Because this is so poorly translated, but I'll probably go through this in the patch note rundown and and, and try to figure it out. Um, but yeah, if we get the node war changes, sweet, no more shot calling for the rest of the week. Bet. Um, just don't. Just I mean, don't do the raffle. So I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Do they reset? They have to reset the 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 nodes, right? I would assume so. They have right? to reset them, right? Like they have to, which means that siege is just not going to happen this week because only like four guilds are going to qualify. 
right? Uh, like it's like maybe, you're talking about sense. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday. You have three nights to qualify for Siege, and everyone has to qualify, which means everyone mm. is dropping all three days. Like that would be a nightmare, which also sucks because we already qualified. For Siege. <laughs> <laughs> Put the fork down tonight. Put it down. Put the fork down. Like, uh, good luck. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. No, we'll see. Like we'll I, see. yeah, we're gonna need the again. actual English version of the patch notes because these are Google Translate these are rough. Is suffering. Yeah, these are rough. Like I don't know if the the randomization is still in here. It's really tough to tell. Uh, mm -hmm. And I also don't know. It doesn't say anything about the nodes resetting, but they have to. I feel like they have to. I don't feel like they have to kick people out of region necessarily because they're not changing that. But I do feel like they would have to kick people out of their nodes because of how much they're changing here. Mm. but we will see oh, um, we'll see yep all right boys time for the outro yeah. we did um tilt this first last time so oh, jay oh. will shoot it back to you here uh, oh oh hi i'm jay coon i do a lot of end game pve content and i'm always happy to answer questions about the game i also have been streaming some other variety games such as Baldur's gate 3 and phasmophobia and you can find me over at twitch.tv slash jay vt v before the t Yes. All right. I was. I waited an extra couple seconds to see if you would just stumble over yourself at the end. Because <laughs> you didn't do it at all. There, just, I was confused. Uh, Tiltus. Uh, hi, I'm Tiltus TV. I am the flex lead for the Alliance Solace. Uh, I have mained DK for six years. So if you want to see some DK gameplay that is above average uh you can always tune into my streams i, I will be uh i will be streaming more coming soon especially when it cools off a little bit i'm almost caught up on work i'm like two weeks from being caught up finally um so hopefully once work kind of settles down i'll be able to manage uh my energy levels uh because right now it's like an hour a week for the podcast and then i'm like i'm done for the Bro, week or it's toast right like yeah i have i have my mental energy level is very low so soon tm promise oh, oh the patch notes just went up for sea so this is dumb um so i like <laughs> that was fast I'll take, yeah okay yeah we i'll summoned take it, it. <laughs> easy we summoned. Uh, and uh i am blue squadron there's always content happening on this channel i'm gonna do the patch note rundown next so i am not done streaming today um i always post stuff on my youtube there's U new youtube videos every single day um Believe it or not. And I think I need an editor at this point. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, if you always want to find the podcast, it is always live on my channel pretty quickly. Usually I launch it by about 6 in the morning um, central time for the United States. But it's always up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right away as well. And then, of course, you can find it at Jay Coon's YouTube channel as well. Um, but it usually takes him a few more hours, if not a day or so. Uh, to go ahead and get that up there. So make sure you guys look us up. You guys can always find the Old Moon Podcast. We love all of you. Uh, have a great rest of your week.